Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. We're joined now by our weekly guest, an insider, former first-round pick. You can see him on AT&T. You've heard him do color commentary for the Astros, and he gives us great commentary and insight every single week. On our Thursday edition, it's Brian Bogusevic. Brian, welcome in. Right off the bat, are you as tired? Does, does it get, do you get worn out every day by the constant bitching about the lineup card before a game even starts? <laughs> yeah. Um, t- Twitter mentions right after the daily lineup post. <laughs> has been, it's, it's become exhausting. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I think... What we have to understand as Astros fans is that Baker's job in general, and especially at this point in the season where they are, not necessarily just to win today's game at all costs. It's to win the World Series. It's World Series or bust. And everything that they do is geared towards what's going to put us in the best position to do that. And sometimes that's dip into the bench and play some other guys. And, you know, it's maybe it's not the best matchup against today's starting pitcher, but if it keeps Jose Altuve healthy down the stretch and has him at full strength going into the postseason or whatever, that's the move that has to be made. So, yeah, it, it, I mean, would I like to see a little bit more imagination when structuring the lineup with different guys in? Uh, maybe. Agreed. But really, yes. does it matter? These are the guys on the team. Go out there and, and play and – they're good. Enough. I mean, okay, everybody was up in arms because Mauricio Dubon was in the lineup two days in a row and he hit leadoff. He has four hits in those two games. Like, it's going to be okay. Yeah, amen. Brian Bogusevic joins us here at former Astros first-round pick as he does weekly for us. Brian, you, you played during the social media time. Oh, dude, how many – I mean, I know we know some players. It's obvious who's got, like, LeBron, Rabbit Ears, or Kevin Durant hear everything, right, and respond. How, how often do guys in a clubhouse – talk about it, what they read on Twitter, or what people are saying about their team? How, do, do guys pay attention, you think, during the season and listen? Yeah, you know what? It's, I think guys pay attention because, I mean, look, we see everybody in the world walk around with their phones you know, attached to their hand and staring at them all the time. So guys know what is being said. But the thing is, is I don't know that guys really talk about it that much. I think it's kind of something like the criticism and, and all the noise from the outside. It's something that generally gets internalized. It would probably be a, a good exercise in talking about it because, you know, you'd probably realize how ridiculous most of it is. But no, it, it's, it's definitely an added pressure. It's different. I mean, I, I was playing at the very beginning right. of social media and Twitter when it was still more about, oh, this is a great way to connect with the fans and give them an insight. And now it's like, well, this is just like toxicity from all over the place that you're going to have to try to o- avoid. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's something that, that's felt definitely because, I mean, how, how can you avoid it? 
This is a tough one, uh, and I think a lot of us go through this. I, I, Dusty Baker was perfect for this team when he was. I'm a and I, I Brian, and maybe I'm a little biased. I, I've known Dusty a long time. I'm a huge fan. I know he makes mistakes, and I'll be critical of him too. But I think for this team, he's come in and done considering losing the players he's lost, coming in during COVID, coming in after and trying to quiet down what's gone on with the, the you know the cheating scandal. I mean, good gracious, he was overloaded with crap when he came here, other than the players in the front office. Good owner, good front office, and hellified players, but it's lost some. I think he's done a hell of a job, and it's not above criticism, but Joe Espada, a man in waiting. We hear this all the time. We hear it in college football and sports all around, and openings are going to come about. Dusty, you know, with this with this deal, and it's you said World Series or bust, and we don't know what Dusty himself wants to do, let alone the organization. What do you do moving forward? And if I said, where's Joe Espada going to be in 2023, what would your answer be? Well, in terms of Joe Espada, I think Joe Espada is going to be sitting in the number one seat come next year somewhere. Um, he's he's waited more than long enough. He's more than qualified. He's got you know everything that you would be looking for in a manager. He's got, and there are going to be a lot of jobs open. There already are. There's going to be even more. And there's a lot of really appealing jobs that, that are open. So I think, you know, after this season, it's going to be his turn, whether or not that's in, uh, whether or not that's here in Houston, is, is that's the big question for Astros fans. I mean, we, we all know what Dusty's still managing for. He, he wants that World Series. That's the one thing left on his list is to manage a team to the World Series. If he gets it, I mean, it might be the perfect way to ride off into the sunset right. and then, you know, you make your decision if Joe Espada is your guy to move forward with. If not, you know, I don't know how strongly the organization feels that Joe Espada is the guy moving forward. You would think he is. You would think he's the, the, the manager in waiting because he's been in that bench coach role for so long. But you just never know. And maybe maybe it's a couple years down the line. Maybe it's Omar Lopez two or three years from now. And, you know, that's what um, Tim Crane's thinking is. But I, I don't know if the move would be – I don't know if they would push Dusty out if he wants to come back for another year to, to move on Joe Espada. But um, – you know, it's a tough decision. It's like quarterbacks. It's like when you have the great young quarterback and still the aging veteran. Do you want two or three more years out of that guy, or do you want another 10 or 15 years? If, if, if Joe Spot is your guy, you've got to make that. Move. Right, and especially if that two- or three-year guy's a Hall of Famer like Dusty is, the World Series will just be a stamp on the career of, Dust, of Dusty Baker. So, Brian, if let's say they win the World Series, which is a legitimate chance to do it, and Dusty says, you know what, I'm having too much fun. It's keeping me young. I want to come back. How do, and, and, and you love Joe Espada. Who doesn't? How, let's just you and I make this decision, not for what Jim Crane or, or James Click are going to make. What, what do we do? Well, what do you do? How do you, how do you run a guy I off think, that wins a World Series, yet you don't want to lose a, a, what appears to be a future superstar manager? Yeah, you know, if that's really, if that's really the organization's opinion of Joe Espada, that he's going to be the guy for the next 10 to 15 years to run this organization, you, you have to do whatever you can to keep him. And as much as Dusty has done, as much as great as he is, he's a Hall of Famer and all the respect that he's owed, you've got to, you've got to do what's best right. for the organization. And, and, and if it's moving on a, a year or two 
before he would like even if even even if a guy like Dusty wants to come back, it's a it's a short term play. Just looking at age, it's gonna be another two or three years. And you've got to make the move that's best for the next ten or fifteen years. And, you know, hopefully it's a World Series and right off into the sunset and everything's great. But um if not, there are tough decisions that are gonna have to be made. Brian Bogusevic, former first round pick, professional baseball player and now broadcaster, joins us here in our weekly visit on the Sean Salisbury show. Um underrated, overrated, Aled Mestias hurt. Um I, I think underrated. It's a big deal. Um, not only are you losing basically an everyday player, you know, every day in the lineup, just in a different spot, but you know, over the last month, six weeks, one of the better, more consistent bats in the lineup. So that's a big deal. Um, but now all of a sudden you look at just the roster construction. So you've got Dubon who moves into that super utility role, which, which he fits in. He can do, he can do that. So that's good. But now all of a sudden you're a little, little bit limited, right? Yuli's basically first base only. Trey Mancini is first base DH, maybe a little bit of left field. Jordan is limited positionally. J.J. Matajevic is a first baseman only. All of a sudden the, the flexibility and depth that has been such a strength of this team it has gotten a little bit thin. You know, I think we're going to see Yuli start getting some reps over at third base maybe just as he's probably the second backup infielder at this point. So, um, yeah, I think it's a big deal in terms of production in, in a game, you know, today for the next 10 days. Um, but it's also what effect does it have on Alex Bregman, Jeremy Pena, Jose Altuve moving forward? Are those guys going to be stuck having to play every day, having to play a day game after a night game? Are they going to get worn out down the stretch? If you and I are sitting in the middle of November having a cold beer and I'm saying to you, man, I can't believe the Astros didn't win the World Series, what will be the major reason? Um I mean, number one would be they ran into a hot team. That, that's what it's going to, it's going to take a super talented, super hot team like Atlanta. Um, you know, I look at a team like the Mets who, if they come in and you see DeGrom and Scherzer just go nuts, you know, what are you going to do? Um, but also, I think these, you know, couple games against the White Sox have been sort of indicative of what this offense could be if it's not completely clicking. Um, you know, not a ton of run production, not a ton of add-on runs. They, they, they've had control of these couple games against the White Sox, and they've not been able to put them away. It's been tough for them to manufacture one run late in the game or sort of push those couple runs across the pull away. So I think that's what it'll be, because as good as their bullpen is, um, if you let teams hang around, hang around, it, weird stuff can happen. A one-run game can, can turn on some fluky stuff. So, yeah, if they get beat, I, I think it's going to be the offense not being able to really put teams away. And as we saw two nights ago, a uh, uh, pinch hit, double down the line, and then walk the leadoff guy the next inning, and you lose. That's exactly right, and those things happen in close games. Brian, great stuff, man. Our Thursdays, we look forward to them. Always appreciate you enhancing the show, my man, and we'll do it again next week. Thanks. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.